Yo, what's going on? Welcome back to another podcast. As always, I apologize for any noises in the background in advance and anything of that nature. What's going on? I know I normally don't upload on Fridays, but today, you know, I was feeling it. I was like, you know what? I want to, I want to upload today. So, I don't feel like reading because if I'm going to upload, I want it to be something that I want to do, right? I'm like, I'm not going to just do shit to do shit, so... With that being said, I kind of want to talk about some realizations that I've been having. Obviously, these are not new, but I felt the need to not talk about them until I was at a place where I can convey them very fluently and very freely. And so I have this book, right, where I basically write... It's like letters, but they're not like actual letters. It's... Basically, it is me writing letters to something that is on my mind at the time. And for a long time, it was more more so, like, the first two pages are kind of about love. And then I get to a place where I start doing letters to myself or letters to people that I see, you know, I, I should and just writing things I'm just I'm naturally a writer like when I was a kid that was my favorite subject when I was in elementary school writing was my favorite subject but I gradually kind of moved away from that because I was better at math than any subject and math is something that comes really naturally to me but writing is something that I like my heart enjoys doing and I kind of want to read out of this book before I start talking about what I like actually want to talk about. So I'm going to read you this poem. The leaves on the trees, they seem to wave at me. I let go and release like my breath to the breeze, in the breeze. I have no home, I'm always on the go, similar to the sun's shine. I have so many, maybe too many goals. Similar to a person's shrine. So much happens at once. Like when trees shake. Inhale like it's a drug. Morning. Mornings like a wake and bake. My breath is addictive. I jump into a pile of leaves. Trees built and constructive. Falls. Leaves fall off the trees. I really like poetry. Like, I really enjoy writing poems. Just because they don't have to make sense. You feel me? And ultimately, they make the most sense. Because art is something that I enjoy the most. Like, my passions in life are creating. Which is why I have this in the first place, you know? And why I have this podcast to begin with. And some of them, like the next couple of pages, are letters to myself, letters to people who hate on me, letters to people who need it, and I eventually want to turn this notebook into a book, so I'm just waiting to fill the whole thing up, right, with things that... 
basically I feel like somebody needs and I don't know I feel like it helps my soul to just exist to do things out of basically wanting to help like that's what feeds my soul right like what feeds your soul versus your ego what feeds my ego is making music <laughs> because I see it as something that is cool and I'm like I want to be cool but a bitch is already cool so I don't need to chase this idea of making music just because it's cool because it's not feeding my soul it's feeding my ego and as I looked at the timestamp it was 444 and music is something that I'm I hold on to so heavily just because I love music like don't get me wrong that's everybody be like that's my life that's I can't exist without headphones and I understand that but I also can't live if I can't express myself and here's another another poem that I wrote my soul feels like a picture of a clear beach or like a beautiful hike like the clouds out of reach like the loudest scream or you need to sneeze or a need to sneeze it's indescribable scene in indescribable scene not guilty plead the devil and god in one angels and demons too like a prize I won, and I'm the blue sky's hue. Empty, filled to the brim, everything, nothing, bright and dim. Trash and fancies. That's it. That's all it is. And then I do these drawings that I kind of just free draw, like... I just be drawing random shit and it's really, what is the word? Abstract. I feel like me as a human, I'm a very abstract human. Like, I feel like if you look at any artist from any timeline, they just don't fit the mold of average Joe. And I definitely have that creative spark in me, like something inside of me just screams artist. And I think it's my whole personality. And more drawings, more drawings, and then letters to source, guides, angels, deities, whatever. And then more uh, letters. Jesus Christ. So annoying. I apologize for that background noise. I think somebody threw a water bottle into the trash and knocked over one of those spices on my mom's spice rack <sighs> which is very annoying but we move on anyways so what I actually wanted to talk about in this podcast is basically how much I used to lie to myself and lie to other people about who I am to make them feel better right and I need to talk about this because I myself as a human being need to get this out of my system.
and I feel like I still do it in a way, depending on how valuable the relationship seems to me. Like, if I were to go up to my friends and family and tell them that I feel that I am tapped into source or I'm tapped in, they'll just look at me like I'm fucking crazy. So I don't show that side of me. I don't show them the spiritual side of me. And my whole, I don't want to say my whole life, but like my whole existence up until this point is me showing sides of the coin instead of just existing and being the coin. Like, obviously there's good parts of you and there's bad parts of you when you probably choose to hide certain bad qualities around certain people. And for me, I never really hid the bad parts of myself. I hid the parts that I felt were going to be judged the heaviest. And for me, it was never bad qualities. Like, people... Like, I never hid my anger from anybody. I never hid... Really, my anger is the only, like, quotation marks, bad quality that I have. And my impatience for others is the only things that I really never hid from anybody. Like, when I was in real... Like, actually, before that, let me scratch that whole thing that I was about to say. Anytime that anybody was interested in me romantically, I used to tell them, Oh, you don't want to go out with me because I'm a lot of work and I'm very demanding. Which is not a lie, you feel me? Like, I expect a lot of you because I expect a lot out of me. And if we're not on the same page, then I don't want you because we don't match, you feel me? Like, we're not on the same level. And a lot of people would be like, I can handle it, I can handle it. And it's just, I don't know, I used to not show the demanding parts of me when it comes to friends because people have their own lives and I don't need to control everybody in my existence, you feel me? And it's not really out of control, it's more so out of, like, I want you to be like me and if you're not like me then move on because you're going to find other people who are going to replace me. And I don't see the point of wasting each other's time. And I can see how that is very demanding. Like, if you don't know me, and if you don't see the world the way that I see the world, then to you, that looks very selfish. And it looks like I'm a control freak. And it looks like all these things. But that never really mattered to me, because people's judgment wasn't really something that I was really like I didn't really care about that easy like easily said right but what I did care about was when people are like oh you're crazy oh you're this oh you're this oh you're that just because it was an inner wound like my whole childhood my dad used to be like oh you're crazy because he would purposefully push buttons to cause a reaction and then he'd be like oh you're crazy see I told you and Everybody in my family, you know, presses buttons. Like, they just naturally know how to press buttons. And so they always did that. Like, my whole childhood was just getting picked on and getting things 
pushed. Like, everybody knew how to push my buttons, and they knew exactly what would push my buttons. And after I'd get heated enough, and it would cause a reaction, because obviously kids don't know how to control their emotions. Especially if their parents don't give a fuck enough to teach them. And it would cause a lot of conflict. Like, in my house there was always something going on just because nobody knew how to control emotions. And you don't learn if people don't teach you, or if you don't teach it yourself. And I'm not pinning the blame on the fact that I was never taught, because that's not how life works. Nobody teaches you how to go out and get a job. You go out and you do it. So I'm not blaming anybody, but I'm saying that I grew up that way. And it was just really... It was a lot of, you know, basically going through the same thing over and over and over and over and over until it finally gets through my thick-ass skull that nobody deserves my attention, nobody deserves my emotions, and not in a way where I'm like, oh, you're a piece of garbage, you don't deserve me, it's like, you don't deserve what is not meant for you. And as I looked at my timestamp, it was 132. So I know that that's accurate. Like, the best way to describe it is it's not so much that people don't deserve what I can give, it's more so nobody should ever take your peace, right? And so I got to that point where I was like, you're not gonna take my peace because that's something that exists inside of me. And I don't need to go crazy over somebody else. Because at the end of the day, you're going to be here and you're not going to be here. And so, me having any any type of animosity or any type of bad, you know, or inner conflict due to whatever you're doing to me, aka you pressing my buttons, it shouldn't matter to me. And that's where I got... And it's not, people listen to the things that I say and they're like, oh, you're fucking shit, you're this and that. And it's like, you don't even understand what I'm saying, which is why you have those ideas in the first place. And so I kind of just didn't show all of me because I'm like, you don't even understand the full picture. You don't get it because you're not really there. And when I say you're not really there, I mean you're not conscious. Like, you don't... You don't intentionally live out of things that you see as good. Or things that you see as right. Because you are your own directioner. And whatever you think is right, you're gonna follow. Like, if a serial killer thinks killing people is right, that's what the fuck he does. You feel me? That's your own inner guidance. And so for me, I only do what's right. And I follow an inner guidance, but my inner guidance has a lot to do with the outside. Because I pay a lot of attention to other people. And I pay a lot of attention to what causes reactions out of other people. And I don't want to push other people's buttons or step on toes. So I basically just walked on eggshells around every single person in my life. And I got to a point to where if I stepped on one eggshell, somebody called me a bad person. And I would just remove myself. Like, I never wanted to be seen in that light. And I got to this point, like, two years ago where I was like, okay, you want to see me being a bad person? 
try me. Like, we'll see how this goes, because if you really think that I'm a bad person, I can really fuck some shit up if you see, if you think that that's what I am. Because you're really pushing the button that doesn't need to be pressed. And the only button that takes me out of peace is questioning my character. Because who the fuck are you? You feel me? And that's where I was in basically getting these realizations. I was like, who the fuck is anybody to tell me anything? Because are you here dealing with the things that I have dealt with? No. You might have gone through something similar, maybe something even worse. But does that excuse all of your accusations? No. Does that excuse all of your vulgar and malicious intent? No. Does that excuse the way that you talk to me? No. It's like if I went up to somebody and just bitch slapped them because I didn't like their face. Like, does that excuse the fact that I bitch slapped them? No. Yeah, I have my own opinion. Yeah, I'm fucking human. But it's all about controlling your own urges. And if you have an urge to go press somebody's buttons, why do I want to be around you? You feel me? And I was at that point where I was like, all these people know exactly what button to press for me to just, boom, explode. And a lot of people, it obviously triggered, you know, your own inner wounds. You feel me? Like, you're being disturbed. When your peace is disturbed, it's ultimately due to some something in your childhood that you were really afflicted by and something that really afflicted me as a kid was having my buttons pressed by the people immediately around me aka one of my siblings and my dad and they knew exactly what button to press and as soon as they got a reaction they'd be like oh see i told you you're crazy you're this you're this you're this you're this and just throw a bunch of shit at me and because i walked on eggshells around everybody my whole life i was like damn they're right i am this i am this i am that because Obviously, if they're getting a reaction out of me, I'm proving them right. But it's all about me being able to contain myself and not restrict myself. Because if somebody does something that I don't like, I'm allowed to feel my feelings. I'm allowed to be pissed off. But am I allowed to go up and fucking hurt somebody if what they're doing to me is wrong? No. That's where I draw the line. And I don't... Like, I don't explode on anybody just to fucking explode. You feel me? It takes a lot for me to explode. And some the reason why I'm talking about this in the first place is because when I got to that state of, like, fuck everybody, the only thing that matters is my peace, I realized a lot of really deep, insightful things, like the fact that I'm my own constant in life and that even if I didn't have anybody I would still breathe I would still be okay like I'd be fine because I have a good head on my shoulders and I know how to survive like I know how to contain my own emotions and not control them because you truthfully can't control your emotions but you can contain them in a way that's healthy and productive because I realize that if I'm angry and I'm punching holes in walls is that really healthy? Is that really productive? No. And it's not because I don't want people to judge me because I'm punching holes in walls. It's because I myself don't see that as a value. If I'm taking my anger and I'm doing podcasts with it, 
and I'm proving to myself that I can use this in a way that's going to maneuver me in a healthy direction, then obviously it's a healthy, you know, a healthy way of transmuting because nothing is created nor destroyed. If I'm angry, you have to feel it because it's not going to go anywhere. It's just going to exist in you until it comes out. And then once it comes out, it's either you bullying somebody else, right? Like when bullies get bullied, they continue the cycle and they bully somebody else because they want that other person to know how they feel. And they don't do it consciously because nobody chooses to be a piece of garbage. Nobody chooses to be a piece of garbage. They just are a piece of garbage if they are. But they subconsciously are just acting out of what they know. And I don't blame people for being shitty because I know that it's not their choosing. You feel me? Like if anybody... Obviously it is their choosing. Right? Like, you could choose to go to therapy, you could choose to do these healthy things, but if you're choosing to not do the healthy things, you don't know. You don't know that it's unhealthy. You feel me? Like, if all you knew your whole life was punching holes in walls because of anger, that's all you know. I can't blame you for not knowing to do something with it. But what I can do is hold you accountable for not ever looking for better. Because you were comfortable in that. And being... I was alone for pretty much the whole last year. And I never felt so, so alone. Like, in my life. And I had this point where I was like... Why did I walk... Why did I tiptoe on eggshells for other people? And it was me trying to be better than what I, what my environment was, really. Like, for some people, when they get bullied, they don't bully other people. Because they're like, damn, I know what that feels like. Fuck that feeling. I don't want anybody to feel that. I wouldn't wish that upon anybody. And there's other people who get bullied and they're like, fuck everybody. Everybody's gonna know what I went through because I'm gonna make them feel exactly how I felt. And I just, I realized that is just out of my good nature. Like, I myself, like, I forgive everybody really fucking fast. Really, really fucking fast. And I give people chance after chance. And on top of that, I give them fucking chance after chance. Like, it never stops. And I was at this point where I was like, you know what, I already feel alone. So all these people who call themselves and claim to be my family or friends, fuck you all. Because you were never there for me when I needed it. And I'm allowed to be mad. Am I gonna wish malintention or ill intent? Absolutely fucking not. I'm gonna be there if you have a win. But do I care that you are here or not? No. And if my anger is really that deep for you, then maybe we shouldn't be around each other. You feel me? And I even got to this point where, like, I have one of my sisters who me and her just don't get along just because I have so much resentment from childhood against her. And I just can't have a conversation with her. Like, I can't. Because that anger will never go away because me and her can't sit down 
and her take accountability for how she made me feel and she won't say sorry. And forgiveness from not feeling safe is really hard for me to do. And I'm honestly cutting myself slack because it's not like I'm absolute dog shit towards her. Like... I still say hi, I still, like, if she needs something, I do something for her. I don't wish any malintention on her, and I still exist in her vicinity without judgment. It's just that I'm not going to go out of my way to be a buddy to somebody who was never buddies with me. And it's kind of like, you can be acquaintances with a lot of people, but you're not really friends. And that's how I've learned to exist. Like, I'm acquaintances with a lot of people, but when it comes down to being my friend, you can get in line. Because now, guess what? You put me second, so guess what? Why would I put you first? That doesn't make any sense. Like, I forgive you. We're acquaintances. I don't resent you for how you treated me or what you did to me. But it's going to take a lot more than just saying, oh, that was in the past. Because that's not an apology, and I don't expect an apology, which is why I let that slide in the first place. And I'm also at this point where, like, I have just a lot of resentment just for, like, people in my family in general. Because I'm like, you didn't treat me with respect or kindness when I was needing it, aka when I was a kid, because your, your youth is how you develop, and what you learn and what you take away. And I had to learn how to fucking survive in my own house. So I was like, yeah, like, it's just, it's just how, it just is what it is. And if I feel this, I'm able to feel it and I'm going to cut myself slack because nobody else is going to do that. You feel me? And nobody's going to take accountability because they're going to be like, oh, well, I don't remember it like that. And it wasn't that bad. And that's not what matters. What matters is how I'm feeling in my own fucking skin and how it affected me as an adult and a lot of like I'm not even mad at the fact of what happened I'm more so affected like to this day by the lack of certain things that people did like the lack of accountability that people would take when doing something very dumb like a lot of people in my reality would purposefully push buttons on me and then when i'd say why are you purposefully pushing buttons they'd be like oh i'm not and oh you get so mad so fast and oh you're so sensitive it's like that's the whole point if you know that i am you're doing this to invoke that since that sensitivity you're doing that to invoke a reaction because if you know me, and you still choose to do that thing, you chose to do that thing consciously. Out of your mind, you said, hey, I'm going to fuck with you. And I don't, I don't deserve that. Like, that's why I've gotten to this point where I'm like, fuck all your feelings. I really don't give a shit. Like, I really could care less about all of it. And I forgive you for it. Obviously, or else I wouldn't even respect you or even show up 
in your life, you feel me? Like, if you were to be like, hey, can you do this for me? I'd do it. Right? Because I have respect and because I'm not going to be a piece of garbage. Consciously, I'm going to do my best to make sure that that relationship isn't tainted because I tainted it. Because I don't wish malintentions out of anybody. Like, when my friends have wins, I acknowledge those wins. Like, two of my friends graduated college the same year and I was like, you know what? I'm really proud of you even though I'm not there. And I want you to know that I'm proud. Because maybe you don't hear that enough. And I got to this point where I was like, why did I tiptoe around people in the first place? What caused me to tiptoe around people in the first place? And it was that very fact that people would purposefully do things to me. And because I didn't want them to do that to me, I would act like them. Like, if you're around a bunch of, I don't know, a bunch of alcoholics in your day-to-day and they're really abusive because you don't listen to them, you're going to learn to listen to them because you're like, holy shit, like, I don't want them to do something to me, so I'm going to listen to them and I'm going to do what they tell me to do. That's the same thing. That's the same chemical reaction that's caused through bullying. Even if people don't acknowledge the level of trauma or any of that because people will be like oh well you're just sensitive and you're just this and it's just no it's how the brain fucking works and obviously you don't know that and that's the reason why you don't want to take accountability and it's not my job to make you go to therapy so i'm not going to give a fuck you feel me like if you really don't believe that and obviously people have to want consciously consciously want to be a better person and I consciously want to be a better person like I'm not sitting here trying to blame everybody for how the fuck I am which is why I do things and try to change things about myself like my anger for example I direct it into positive outlets like if I'm really really at the point where I'm about to snap I'll leave my house and I'll go take a walk and then come back when I feel good or if I really really I'm not feeling some, you know, some good emotion. I'll leave. And I'll take it out somewhere else. I'll take it out in the sense of writing. I'll take it out in the sense of drawing. I'll take it out in the sense of, you know, taking things to purposefully take out my anger. Like, when you go to boxing classes and you're like, I'm going to use all the anger. Like, that's shit that I do. Like, when I go out for my walks... I'll listen to music that's expresses what I feel so that I can feel those things and so that it releases because it's I feel like it's easier to go through things when you know that other people go through those same experiences like the same exact thing and so music has been helpful and I I feel like that's why a lot of people are like I love music music has helped me survive because it does it truthfully does and so getting to my point I used to dull people or sorry not dull people dull myself for people's fantasies of me right and the best way that I can explain that is like People in my day-to-day, they... And when I say day-to-day, I mean family. Like, immediate family. Because family is the only people that I've really, like, cared about. Their judgments. 
obviously, which I don't now, but when I was a kid, I really, really cared about what my family thought of me. And so I used to tiptoe and basically get an idea of what their idea of perfection for me would be. And I tried to use that as a directive tool. Like if they want me to do this, they want me to go to college, they want me to do something basic, they want me to have a job, they want me to do this, they want me to go with the flow of what they see as perfect or normal, then I would follow that. Because I'm like, well, that's how I survive. And I don't want them to see me in a bad way. Because they're the only people that I care about. And I want them to know that I'm doing this for them. So if I do what they want me to do, they're going to love me. Or whatever, right? And after that, like, like that first year, I was like, what the fuck? Like, what am I doing? You feel me? Like, after doing that, I was like, bro, they're going to love me for me and if they don't fuck them like (laughs) i'm not even trying to be mean but it's like i'm not gonna live out of a fantasy that you think is reality or a fantasy that you see as perfection for me to be perfect because nobody's perfect and if you don't love me for all of my imperfections but i love you for all your imperfections what kind of relationship are we having and i'm not gonna tiptoe around your bullshit when you don't take accountability for how you act but you want me to take more accountability and your accountability and you want me to tiptoe around on eggshells for you fuck no i'm never gonna do that and i got to that point where that's basically how i came to the point where i'm like nobody's gonna disturb my peace i don't give a fuck about your opinion and if i'm a bad person to you then so be it because you obviously don't know much for you to be judging other people because i don't even judge serial killers because they're moving in what they think is right. They do things out of their personal impulse. And have you ever seen the parents of criminals? They're like, wow, like I'm so sorry that I failed you as a parent. You feel me? Parents have this inherent remorse and like this thing where they're like, damn, like I did that to you. It's not your fault, it's me. And I was doing that to too many people. Like, I had friends who wouldn't let me touch them. And I'm a very, very touchy person. Very touchy person. And they just wouldn't let me touch them. And I was like, okay. I think that I'm too clingy. And so I got to this point where I wasn't letting anybody touch me. Like, I stopped hugging people. I stopped grabbing people's hands. I stopped, you know, doing all of that. Even to my own family. Like, I was like, don't touch me. I don't like any of you, like, get off me. And that put me in a space where I was like, why am I living out of other people's opinions? Like, why should their vision of right and wrong affect me? Because that's their fantasy. That's their right and wrong. That's their impulse. That's their ego. You feel me? Like, everybody identifies so much with their ego. But I really don't give a fuck. Like... I don't live my life as this person, which sounds really weird and it sounds like really hard to comprehend, right? But I don't live as this idea of this person. I live out of, like, when I go out, 
I personally feel like this shit's like a fucking game. Like, not a game as not important. But I take it as you get here and you log in and this character you build and build and build and build and build and build until it does something. And that something is whatever you're wanting to do. But something that never stops is the leveling up of the character. Like in any game, you don't stop. Like, let's take Minecraft for example, because I really, really enjoy Minecraft. You start at zero level. And every time you kill something, you get experience points. Or every time that you mine a specific ore that drops experience. Or you cook something, or you trade with villagers, you gain experience points. And you can use that experience to enchant certain tools, which enhance the tools, right? And I take that as like a metaphor for a life, because I'm always trying to better myself in the most silly, different ways possible. Because you learn the best when you're just playing with shit, you feel me? Like, I learned a bunch of vocabulary words through fucking Minecraft. Like, I remember when I was a kid, me and my little nephews used to play Minecraft together. And we used to be like, hey, can you breed this? Can you breed this animal? So we had this for food, and my parents and their parents would look at each other and be like, what the fuck? How do they know all this shit already? And so what I'm basically getting at is that your experience is always continuous, continuously growing. And it's leveling up every single day, every single interaction, every single time you go out to work, every single time you do something. Basically anything. Like, every time that you go to work, you have interactions with other people. So that interaction with a person, even just one person, will level you up spiritually. Every interaction that you have with your family levels you up spiritually. Every interaction you have with a cat or a dog, anything that's external to you but has a heartbeat, is a experience-giving thing. And even you can even take those things into, like, cooking. Cooking, you experience something because maybe you burnt your fries. Oh no, maybe you were making fries and you burnt them. You learn next time how much time to put. And everything is an experience because you take something of value away from it. And I am, uh, like, just really, like, I live my life spiritually because that's where I get my hypeness. Like, I'm like, the only way to make this life exciting is to make it something that I'm learning and something that's going to touch my soul, touch my heart. Like, something that I really love as just, like, a... A thing, like something random that I just love, is when people say, this is soul food. It's food that hits different, you feel me? And I'm a fat ass, and I love food, but food that hits different, soul food. Why? Because it feeds you. It literally feeds your emotions. And, I don't know, just something about things that feed my emotions is what catches my eye extremely well. Anyways, so I realized that I was really dulling myself for 
other people to shine because I am naturally a healer. Like, that's what I came to be. Like, I chose to be alive because I want better for Earth. And that might sound really fucking outlandish. Like, I'm fucking, you know, like all of these psychics. Like, it just might sound like it's the trend. But I've felt this way since I got out of high school and knew who I was as a person rather than being somebody's fantasy. You feel me? Like, I don't help people because everyone's like, oh, good people want to help people. I'm like, I don't give a fuck if you think I'm a good person. I really don't care. Like, I really don't. And I'll, you know, like, I, I'm confrontational. I am so confrontational. Like, I don't try to be, quotation marks, a good person. I do things out of my want. And my want, internally, like, everybody has their inherent wants because that's what makes you a human. You have these inherent needs. Like, some people need to work. They need to work because that's what feels like they're doing something. Or they need to provide. Or they need to protect. Or they need to do something. Like, there's, there's like, four or five. I don't remember the number, but there's, like, a certain amount of specific traits of a human being's existential needs. Like, certain specific animalistic ego qualities, right? That you want to do something. And my egotistical want is to help heal people. My ego wants to help heal. And not just people, but like the planet itself. Like I don't like I used to recycle, but the state that I live in currently, you can't go recycle. Like that shit blows my fucking mind. You can't. How can what? That's so stupid. Anyway, not the point. So, I realized that I was living out of other people's fantasy, and one of those reasons, or one of those ways that I was doing that, is going out and doing uh, jobs that I fucking hated. Like, I was, like, at the point where I was, like, you know what, I finna fucking end myself. Like, that's where I was at the point, too. Like, I was, like, nope. Like, people can go out and be happy because they're making money, but, like, I don't care about money like I don't like I don't and you can't force me to do something that I don't want because I'm stupid stubborn stupid stubborn like stubborn is my name my middle name anyway so once I was at this like when I had this existential crisis that kind of triggered all of the healing Right? Because I was like, how can I heal other people if I myself am not healed? So, what triggered that existential crisis was being at... I was working three different jobs. And I was like, I'm working three jobs and I still can't afford to move out of my mom's house. What is this bullshit? I was like, there's no fucking way... That I'm doing these three different things. Wasting away my motherfucking life. Because I, I don't have time to go out and party with my friends. 
I don't have time to spend with my little sister. I don't have time to fucking spend on my video games. I don't have time to spend on my hobbies. What am I doing? I'm withering away from the inside out. I can't express what I want to express even through drawing because I don't have the effort or the energy to want to. And it was just sucking the fucking soul out of my body. I was like, this is bullshit. I have three different fucking jobs. And I still can't even afford to fucking buy shit. Like, explain that. And I was like, all of this shit is designed for people like me to fail. And obviously, if you're not grown up... Like, if you never grew up in a poor family... Or somewhere where you don't have access to certain things. And I'm not saying that you don't have access to things. Because that's not true. You feel me? Like you can apply for scholarships if you want to go to college. You can apply for grants. You can apply for financial aid. So it's not something completely out of reach. But doing that from a place of deep triggering things. Like if you don't have enough money to go to therapy... So you're majorly depressed, but you want to go to college. How the fuck are you going to balance your feelings on top of getting these grades to pass? And that's where I was. I was like, there's no fucking way if I went to fucking school to get a better job so I don't have to struggle like this. There's no way I'd be even floating. Because one, I don't have the ability to learn just like anybody else. And that's something that I personally had to struggle with. Like, I don't learn like everybody else. Everybody else can... You could sit somebody in front of a book and say, Okay, read this and you have to comprehend it. I don't learn like that. I learn from example. You have to show me how to do it. And then after you show me once, I'm good. That's it. But I need physical hands-on experience. And... Just on top of the fact that I was working three fucking jobs. And it was sucking the soul out of me. I was already at a really, really, really negative place. And then I ended up getting into a relationship with somebody who was sucking the life out of me even more. Because I was, you know, at the place where I was like, I don't even love myself. And that's who I was attracting, right? And so this person didn't really love me. So it was just sucking the ever-living soul out of my fucking body. To one, not be able to go out. Two, not to be able to talk to my family. Three, not to be able to talk to this person that I have a relationship with and who supposedly loves me and four I don't have time like to do things that I myself will enjoy as a way of decompressing or like self-care right and I'm not even making enough money to fucking stay afloat right so I was like you know what fuck this whole thing the system is literally designed to make you fail because how do I have three jobs and still can't move the fuck out. That shit pissed me the fuck off. I was like, how? That don't make any sense. Like, at all. And one of them was paying me 18 an hour. So I was like, this is straight bullshit. And I don't know how to fuck. I was getting home at 10. Leaving my house at, I want to say, like, 9. Actually, earlier. Like, 7. So I wasn't here all the way from 7 in the morning to 10. And when I'd get home, boom, I'd like pass out just because I was so fucking deprived of energy. Like I was just like, damn, like as soon as my head would touch the pillow, boom, out, like done. 
and it was just not a good feeling. Like, all of the things were just piling on. And I'm not one to pile shit on myself. Like, I'm not one to be like, oh, this is going wrong. Oh, this is going wrong. Oh, this is going wrong. Like, I don't give a shit. I only really focus on whatever's happening in the moment. And all of the things were happening. Like, all of that shit was happening all at once. So I was like, whoa, I'm overwhelmed. And this is not fun. Like, this is really not fun. And so I got to that point and I was like, fuck it, what everybody else thinks, I'm going to do what I want to do. And what I want to do is follow my own way of living and I'm going to start making videos to help people get through what I'm getting through. And to help heal people because that's what I enjoy doing. And I'm going to do something that brings me joy rather than sucks the life out of me. Because if I'm doing something that sucks the life out of me, chances are I'm going to burn out within the first year. Or maybe even less. And if I'm doing something that I actually want to be doing, it's going to make me want to do it. You feel me? And if I know that it's good for me and good for the other person, it's going to make me want to do it even more. It's like if you tell yourself, okay, let me go to the gym. But I don't really want to go to the gym. But I know it's good for me. You go to the gym and then eventually you establish a routine. And then eventually you go and it's like, it's like when you shower. It's something that you just need to do. And you can't explain why you need to do it. It just makes you feel good. It's like that. And it's a healthy establishment. And I really delayed starting the podcast. Like, the first time that I tried doing a podcast, I tried doing it with my friends. But they were always busy. And then I tried doing it with a different group of friends. But they would just always make an excuse. And... Then I tried to do it by myself, but I myself didn't feel good enough to do it. Like, I was like, what the fuck am I going to talk about? Like, I have nothing to give this world. Like, I'm not funny. I'm not smart. I'm not this. I'm not that. Like, just dogging on myself. Like, kicking my shit. Pushing my shit in myself, right? And then I started making videos. And I was like, these videos are good, but they just feel weird. Like, I'm not a person that wants attention. Like, I don't want to be front and center and stage. But that could have also just been me, you know, being in this place where I was kicking myself in the balls. And then I started to not really do readings for tarot, but I started playing with tarot cards. Because I was like, you know what, what if I'm like a reader? And then I thought about it more and I was like, no, because the majority of people out here are just beep, boop, beep, boop, beeping around. They don't really have pure intentions for themselves. And I'm not going to be doing it readings for people who don't even give a shit about themselves and who just want to be learning about what their ex is doing or learning about what their next is gonna do and i'm like that shit doesn't really interest me like if you want a reading about your ex cool i'm not judging you but i'm not gonna do that like i myself don't feel like that's necessary and i'm not gonna do shit out of your fantasy because that's not what i want to be that's not who i am And I'm a stubborn piece of shit. You feel me? Like, I'm really intentional with how I live. And all of those things include the people that I bring into my reality. Because if I'm intentionally going out of my way to better myself, then I'm bringing in people who are also trying to better themselves. And in them trying to better themselves, they're going to pay attention to the words that I'm saying. Because it won't matter how I'm saying it. It'll matter what I'm saying. 
And if you are able to pick up what I'm saying, then you're here for the right reasons. And if you don't even know what the fuck I'm talking about, then boop, it goes right over your head and you just go, shitty person, thinks they know everything, god complex, superiority complex, and it's like, I really don't have time for that. I really don't, I don't care. <laughs> I'm like, okay, that's what you think, cool. And for a majority of my life, I was dimming myself. Like, there was people in my life who were fucking flawless. Like, flawless to me. Like, gorgeous, top-tier, beautiful, magnificent people. And they'd be like, I'm so ugly, I'm so fat, I'm so wah, I'm wah. And I'm like, bro, if I don't punch you in your mouth for saying that, you're not gonna get what the fuck I'm saying. You're not gonna get it. You're not gonna understand this. Because I don't, I'm not friends with ugly people. You feel me? Like, I'm really not. And some of the people that I was being, that I was friends with, they're like, oh my god, I'm so ugly, I'm so fat, wee, 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 wee. And I'm like, boy, I should deck you. I should deck you in your mouth for not loving yourself, regardless of all the flaws that you think are there. Because when I look at you, I don't see that. Those are all you being your biggest critic. And take it from me, because I am my biggest critic and I have the most shit to say about myself. So... And you might look at me and be like, that's not what I see. You feel me? Like, if I call myself dumb, other people around me are like, what the fuck? You're so smart, this and that. It's like, you see what you want to see, and nobody else can see what they see. And I was just like, you can lead a horse to water, but you can't make it drink, right? With my friends. And I was at this point where, like, my friends would be doing really, really not so smart shit. And I'm like, bro, I'm trying to better myself for my life to go better. Because I want people who are going to propel me forward. And I'm going to propel you forward. So that means that if I have this really, really good idea and I give it to you, you execute it because you know it's a good idea. Now you say, oh, it is a good idea, but I'll get to it, I'll get to it, I'll get to it. No. Take this idea, do it right fucking now because I know you're going to succeed. So do it. And if you're like, well, I, I don't know, um... I think it's a good idea, but maybe you should get uh, someone else to do it. And it's like, no, I chose you because I know you could do it better than I can. And I know that you are the specific person I want for this. And I don't know, people take that as in, oh, you think you're better than me? And this and blah, 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 bleep, 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 bloop, 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 blah, beep, bop, beep, boop, 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 malfunction. Like, you're not paying attention. You don't get it. You're not even here. And I want people who are here, who are consciously aware of their actions, their moves, their words, what they say, how they speak, how they say it, how they act in public, how they act with me. I want them to be conscious of every single fucking detail. And sometimes that's overwhelming. You know, to start, to some people, being consciously aware of what they're doing is very, very a lot to them. And basically, this is why I bring up the fact that, like, I have high standards for myself. And in having high standards for myself, I have high standards for who I'm around. With the exception of family. Because I don't have any expectations when it comes to family. Because family is who they are. And who they are is family. And I've always thought that blood is thicker than water, so I just don't give a fuck to judge people. Especially in my family. And I've gotten to that point with friends, you feel me? Like, the people that I feel close to, 
like from childhood like i really only have one friend from childhood because i just never really have had friends like that like i don't like when i was in middle school i didn't have a phone so keeping in contact and i moved almost every single year of my life like almost every single year so keeping in contact with people was basically and virtually impossible for me because i didn't have no socials i didn't have a phone so it was literally like you know i'm dipping good luck have a good life right so i don't have any friends from childhood except for one and that's really it and the rest like i have friends from high school but i don't really consider that childhood because we weren't kids at the same time we were teenagers and teenagers have a whole different perspective of life so me like i don't i don't know there's standards that i set for when it comes to people that are in my life and once i had that standard idea in my mind I told myself for a really long time, like, I even dimmed that idea, right? Like, I was like, me having high standards is me being a fucking prick, because everybody deserves a chance. But then I realized that that's why I was in that position in the first place. Because I gave everybody a chance, and they fucked me over. And it's not so much that I don't trust people, it's more so, like, if I meet you, we go out to eat, and you're like, oh, I, I forgot my wallet. Like, do you mind paying, and I'll pay you back, and then you never pay me back? That shows me exactly who the fuck you are, and why would I want that? I'm not going to keep you around just so you can continuously annoy the fuck out of me, because why would I need that? I don't need that, and I don't need you in my life. And that's why I have these standards that I said for friends, because I realize that me having standards is not some sort of ridiculous fantasy that I've seen in a movie. You feel me? Like, people, when I tell my mom my conditions for people that I want to date romantically, she'll be like, oh, well, you're never going to find somebody who's like that. And I'm like, bro, you don't know what a healthy relationship looks like. So I don't know why you even say that in the first place. But I'm not going to fucking go into that because you know what you know. And, you know, the world is continuously evolving. Three, two, one on my clock. Like, you... Didn't go to therapy, so I don't want to hear shit, right? Like, I don't. So, that's where I get the most grief, when I tell people my standards for love. They're like, oh, well, you're never going to find somebody who's this, because that's that sounds like a perfect person. And I'm like, that's the point. Like, I want somebody who's going to be there and be conscious. That's not asking for a lot. And if you think that this idea is what belongs in a movie... I think you have something going on in your life where you don't want to own up to the facts that are being shown and being presented right to your face. Because if you think that this is an outlandish idea that someone's going to open the door for me, who's really being unrealistic? Like, is has nobody ever opened the door for you? Like, my standards are not that fucking high. And people who tell me my standards are high, I'm like yikes you really don't give a fuck like you just be fucking somebody with a heartbeat like that's really your standards as long as they have a heartbeat and i'm like you know that's it's not a fantasy to have high expectations for somebody that you're gonna keep around for a long ass time
You feel me? And I want my friends to be around me for a long ass time. I don't want it to just be temporary because everybody's just looking for people in the moment. Like, who can I go party with? Are you going to be partying when you're 50? Maybe, if you're really that committed, you feel me? But nobody's really that committed to that shit. And sometimes you get bored of certain things. You just grow out of them. And so I'm like, I don't want people who are just going to be temporary in my life. I want people who are going to be able to have a good time with me and who are going to tell me when it's time to work. I want people who are going to tell me when it's time to play, when it's time to work, when it's time to sleep, when it's time to fucking bust my shit, you know? Like, not sleep for fucking hours on end. And if that's too much to ask for, then you're just not one of those people that I need around. You feel me? And people who are gonna think like me because it's not impossible. You feel me? Like, me thinking about this and me being the only person to think about this or to think this way, that's fucking stupid. Like, now who's being ignorant? You think that I'm really gonna fucking die alone because I want somebody to open the fucking door for me? How dumb are you? Like, you know how rare it is to die alone? That's fucking rare. Like, it really is. And if anything, like, it pisses me off when people say that my standards are too high because your standards are just low. Like, that's really what it is. And I'm not trying to call you out, but it's like, if my standards are too high for you, that tells me enough about you. Like, it tells me everything that I need to know. Because if you're really giving me shit for the way that I want to live my life, and it's not even your life, like, what's the deal? You're just pushing all of your imperfections onto me and being like, I'm perfect, but you, you make me scared because I think that I'm perfect, but when I look at you, I get insecure, and I don't like that, so I'm going to say, you are trash. That's like, honey, maybe fix your shit. I think it really says a lot about a person if they have really low standards for like people in their life or like for example I was hanging out with these people right when I myself didn't feel up to par right when I say up to par honestly you just have to catch the fucking vibe I'm not even gonna explain that anyways so I was hanging out with these dudes and I was like, what is your guys' like standards? Like, what do you look for in a female? And they're like, honestly? <laughs> oh, and they laughed too. They laughed about this too. They're like, honestly? She just gotta be nice. And she just gotta make me laugh. And I'm like, oh, that's sweet, you know? Like, that's really nice standards to have. And they're like, yeah. And this dude's like, she just has to be a female. <laughs> oh my god. That... Chef's kiss, right? Because I was like, that's it. She just has to be alive, basically, right? <laughs> oh, it was so funny to me. Just because I'm like, y'all really don't give a fuck. Like, as long as they have a heartbeat. As long as they have something for your meat to go in, you really don't give a fuck. And girls really be, like, stressing over their looks and over, like, oh my god, like, I don't, you know, I'm not perfect. And I'm like, bro. Guys really don't give a shit as long as you are a girl. Are you a girl? Yes. <laughs> That's it. And I'm like, I don't know. I I kind of hate when people have insecurities because I myself went through that thing where I was like, 
I'm so insecure about this. I'm so ugly. Wah. And um, and then I came to the realization. I was like, what the fuck? Like everybody's ugly. Every single last person that's ever been born is ugly. You feel me? But they have their own little tweaks, their own little things, their own little flaws. <clears throat> and I eventually was like, what the fuck? Why do I care if somebody finds me attractive? I really don't. <laughs> and I think that's what really got me to the point where I was like, why am I tiptoeing around people's ideas of me if it's a fantasy in the first place? Like, fuck that. I'm gonna do what I want to do and what I want to do is just exist. And my idea of existing is helping people because that's just what I want to do. And if anybody judges me for that, it says a lot about them. And so I'm just gonna do what I want. Even if it does look naive or it looks childish or whoop whoop, I look like I'm having a savior complex re or like I want to save people. Like, okay, good for you. <laughs> and if anything, I don't save people. Like, that's oh, that's something that I learned the hard way. Like, the people that I used to date, I'm not gonna lie to you, I have a bad, like, ugh, like, my history of like people that I date awful which is why i don't chase people anymore because like i have a tendency to go for the people who are like really sad like very sad and i'm like i didn't do that on purpose but my subconscious is like why are you sad let me take care of you let me show you that you shouldn't be sad and those are the people that i'm attracted to like truth be told i'm not even gonna lie to you like Every single last one of my exes had motherfucking depression. <laughs> oh, and I, I myself, I don't see myself as like a depressed person. So, you know, I was like, let me fix you. You know that scene from Holes where he's, she's like, this is broken. And he's like, I could fix that. <laughs> oh, um, that, that meme from Holes where it's like, I could fix that. That's like, I have a fix, a fixation on fixing people that's really it but i grew out of that right because i'm like if you're gonna fix yourself you're gonna do it out of your want and your desire it's not my responsibility so obviously i had to learn that the hard way though you feel me like my last ex oh my god i don't even want to talk about it it's like not even important it's just i just pissed myself off like why did it take me so long to learn that shit i don't know and then I got to this point. I'm going to catch you up to speed. Like on my whole like dating experience. So I was talking to this girl. And she was like I have depression, anxiety, and ADHD. And I'm like what? what? Damn. <laughs> like holy fuck. I attracted this. And I was like damn. For real? And then a part of me was like, I could fix that. <laughs> and then, oh, you know, something very unexpected happened. And she told me her age. And she was underage. And I was like, ooh, sorry, got a blast. And she deleted me off Snapchat. And I was like, damn, something in me wants to contact her and be like, why did you do that? No, don't do that. But then I was like, you know what? She gonna do what she wanna do. And I don't need to fix people. That's not my job. It's not my job. And what she feels is valid. If she wants to delete me. That's perfectly fine. Because there's no way I'm going to go after her. Like. 
I'm really not gonna jump the gun and be like, yep, let me date an underage person while I'm fucking 23. Like, no. No, thank you. Do I want to catch a case? Absolutely fucking not. (laughs) Do I want to go to jail? Absolutely fucking not. Am I gonna live my life intentionally? Duh. And that includes not bending my morals for somebody else. Like, my morals are if you are underage, I'm not fucking with you. Like, that's just what it is. Like, it's not anything against you. It's me. And if I see that as wrong, I'm not gonna do it. Like, I used to yell at other 23-year-olds because they were dating 16-year-olds. And what is the difference when you're 17? There's no difference. I'd be yelling at myself. Like, if I really put myself in that position, I'd be like, what the fuck are you doing? You feel me? So I kind of just, like, let that shit go. But I'm not going to lie to you. I was kind of sad when I seen her delete me off Snapchat. I was like, damn. So it's like that. You can't even be friends with me. I'll write that down, you know? Welcome to your tape. <laughs> oh, I was like, welcome to your tape. In my mind, I was like, you deleted me? Welcome to your tape. <laughs> like, I am fucking had a baker up in this bitch. Like, mm-hmm. I'm going to write that down. It's going to be on your file. I'm going to put that in your name. I'm going to pull the drawer out. Your name's going to be on a file. I'm going to put one piece of paper that says deleted me off snap. <laughs> and then close that bitch. And boom, that's in your file. So I got to remember that. Because I take track. I take points yes points and no points and obviously it's not like very serious that's why i say welcome to your tapes but you know still a big still so yeah and then i was getting back on my little groove my little thing my little thing thing aka me being a player because i realized like i do have this magnetizing energy like the fact that i don't care about people, places, work, anybody, really. It makes me a magnet to everybody. Like, everybody has this unexplainable attraction to me. Even straight girls have told me that they're like, like, they're like, I'm not gay, but for some reason you're just so cute. And I'm like, um, (laughs) I don't know what to tell you. Like, this is kind of awkward. If you're not gay, then why are you, why are you telling me this? Like, Are you trying to make me turn you? Like, what is this? Like, are you curious? I don't care if you're curious. So, like, stay away. And I don't deal with that shit. Like, I had this one one experience with this one girl that I worked with. And she was like, I'm kind of curious, but I'm not gay. But you're really, really fine. This and that. And then we ended up going to drink with a bunch of coworkers. And then... She basically was like, do you want to go out? And I was like, what do you mean go out? I was like, I thought you were straight. And then she's like, not for you. And I'm like, hey, bro, stop. Like, that's not cute. That's not cute to me at all. <laughs> like, if you don't like girls, and you have absolutely no fucking experience in this field, then you're just literally going to get your heart broken. Because girls is like a different, it's a different fucking thing than heterosexual relationships. That shit is different. Like, it's kind of like if you're high and you're eating your favorite meal. That shit hits different when you're high. It's just unexplainable. It's the same thing with girls. Girl on girl relationships hit different. Because there's so much emotion on both sides. It's just, you know, too much to handle. So, that's why I don't do the whole curious thing. Like, I really don't give a shit. 
Like, I mean, like, I won't mind. But you just have to be upfront. But I'm not going to fuck with you if you're like, let's go on a date. Let's be together. I'm like, nah, you just want to fuck. Like, let's just get it over with. We all know why you're here. And honesty is something that I really value. I think that's another reason why I'm really attractive to other people. Because, like, I'm not going to lie to you. Guys find me attractive, too. And they're like, I don't see you as the dude, even though you present yourself as, like, ultra gay. I'm like, that's because I don't act like a typical gay person. Like, like for example, studs, they kind of act, like, masculine in that sense. And they'll, they're just, like, they're kind of like dudes in the sense that they'll call girls bitches or females. And, like, they have that fuckboyness to them. And I really don't don't keep care for that. And I'm not gonna lie to you. Also, sorry for the crunching. I'm eating chips right now. I don't really care for the whole like fuckboy vibe. Like, like I don't need to prove that I can pull people. Like, I don't care. And I feel like fuckboys need to prove that shit to the world. I'm like, okay, <clears throat> okay, like, good for you. Or, like, people who, hmm, I don't know, they just act like they're, like, the best shit you ever seen. Like, okay. Let's say if ice cream was, like, I'm ice cream. Like, okay, <laughs> like, it's just ice cream. That shit makes me laugh. And if you're curious, just fucking say that. Like, this is what I mean by standards, broski, broskies. My loves, y'all just really need to have high standards because some people really just be out here trying to break your heart. And for what? They ain't even the shit. They really ain't. Like, nobody's the shit. So for them to be over there breaking your heart, for what? They want to get punched in the mouth. I will punch your ex in the mouth for you. Really don't be making any sense. Anyway. Back on topic because, you know, this is getting off topic. <laughs> I'm not going to lie to you. This is also off topic, right? Very much off topic. But the reason that I know for a fact that I can pull any person <laughs> I fucking want is because my friend invited me to an orgy. And that's just really out of pocket. Oh, shit. So... Yeah. Also, TMI, but like, at the same time, I really don't give a shit. <laughs> and because guys still flirt with me, like, I know I can pull guys, and I, I mean, I pull girls, so that's like a known thing. But getting back on topic, because I'm conceited as fuck. <laughs> you have to be conceited. Because that's how the world works. Like, you only get what you want from doing shit that you want. Like, if you want... I'm not saying that, like, in a bad way. Like, you shouldn't step on people to get to the top. Because I don't be stepping on people to get to the top. You feel me? Like, if somebody has a girl that I want, I let her... I let them have her. Because I ain't gonna step on you. If anything, I'll wait for you to ruin it. To fumble the bag and then be like, I could fix that. <laughs> and so, don't get that. 
twisted. Because I'm not here to make a bunch of fucking little baby Andrew Tates up in this bitch. Because that dude's really fucking out of pocket. I'm talking about if you're doing something and it's not hurting nobody else. Emotionally or physically or mentally or spiritually. Then go for it. But if it is hurting somebody. You should be aware of that. Like everybody's aware of that. Like if you're going to this job. And you're like, I'm going to make CEO. And there's already somebody in that position. And you get close to that person to literally fucking take their job. You're a piece of shit. Like, straight out. No offense. I've had some people in my life who will purposefully get close to me to try to steal my personality. Which I kind of like. Because it makes me feel good about myself. No lie. Like, I'm conceited. And we can all tell this, right? But the fact that you really came out of your way to be like me. Because you think your personality is ugly and my my personality is great or whatever. I must be the shit. (laughs) And I've had a lot of people like try to get revenge on me by like pretending to be like me. And then just like... Showing, like, a complete different side of them. And I'm like, boy. I read right through you the moment I fucking met you. Like, what makes you think that you could really hide that from me? Like, a bunch of people used to lie and fucking just hide who they are. And I'm like, the whole reason I'm friends with you is because I know exactly who you are and I don't really give a fuck. Like, you're here right now. And tomorrow, you're not gonna be. So... Why would I trip? You're just a placeholder. I'm not gonna lie to you. There was people in my life who I used to just be friends with as placeholders. Which is really fucking bad. Like, really, really bad. Because that says a lot about me. But I don't do that shit anymore. Because I'm like, nah. If you ain't here for the highest good of everyone in the room, you can get the fuck out. Like, that's how I see it. Like, if you ain't gonna recycle just because, you know, Earth... You know, Earth is struggling heavily, and you don't give a fuck that Earth is struggling heavily, then I don't give a fuck that you're struggling heavily. That's how I see it. And that's why my standards are like ultra dumb high. Because there's bad stuff that I can do, that I have done. And so I can read the room like a fucking chessboard. Like, I'm friends with my motherfucking demons at this point, you feel me? Like, I know them on first name basis type shit. But I don't act out of them because I know that they're just there. And I don't have to act like that, you feel me? Like, they're there, I acknowledge them, and then we move on. And we work together to propel propel ourselves forward. Because you have demons in you. And you also have an angel inside of you and it's whatever you try to live out of you feel me like I could live out of all of my darkness and be really conniving like I'm not really somebody that goes for revenge or is spiteful but I get what I want and I do that because I'm very good at everything like I'm good at being smart and playing my my playing the field smart, you feel me? So like I can do shit, a conniving 
really manipulative way. But I don't. Because <laughs> that's not healthy. And if you get to the top by cheating, is it really satisfying? Was it really ever a challenge? No. So, I really don't care for all that. That's something that me and one of my friends have been recently talking about. Is that it's easy to go down the stairs. But it's hard to go up. That's facts. And if I'm doing something out of pure intention, it's going to take longer because this world is literally made up of bad things. Like, for example, they promote cigarettes. All of my whole childhood I've seen cigarette commercials and now they're like, quit smoking, quit vaping. And it's like, you already fucking told us to do this shit. You said to go buy it. Now you're telling us not to do it? Like... It's too late, I already developed a habit. And then they don't illegalize alcohol, but they illegalize, like, shrooms and fucking pot when that should... To some people, it really does nothing. Like, literally does nothing to some people. People like me, why well, be tripping? But to other people, it's, it really don't do shit. <laughs> like, it really doesn't. And then they used to tell, like, they were in, like, 2020, they were telling farmers to destroy their, their crops, and now they're like, maybe that food shortage ring. Like, yeah, that's what you did. That's what you wanted. Why are you fucking trying to put everybody into a panic? Like, that shit doesn't make sense. Then the whole, I ain't even gonna get into COVID just because that's, like, a very, like, that shit could get me canceled. Just because I'm like... I don't care, like, about any of it. The flu has just a higher chance of killing you as COVID. But everybody was tripping and somehow dying. When there's, like, there's, like, a certain amount of people who die from the flu every year. So, for me to be scared, I'm not going to be scared. Like, re in reality, it should only be old people that are scared. But I will do my best to prevent old people from getting sick. But at the end of the day, you can only do so much. You feel me? Like, the shots are just... <sighs> Resistance. It's like, if I put on clothes to go outside in the winter, I put a jacket on to prevent me from being cold. But at the end of the day, I'm still going to be cold if I'm sitting out there. So, does it really help? You could say yes. It does. But you could also say it doesn't. Because it only helps to a certain amount. And... I don't really go out. Like, at all. <laughs> so... I'm protecting people by not leaving my house. <laughs> now, thing, I feel like it was... More so to put fear into people, if anything. And the vaccine was to put people at ease. Like, the whole sickness scares people, right? And I don't think that's, like, a planned thing. Like, I'm not like, the government's out to get us free. Which, if you look at the facts, they kind of are. But I'm not going to sit here and be, like, one of those conspiracy theorists. Because I don't like to do that. But... The shot was really just to put people's mind at ease more than anything.
because you go to get the flu shot to put your mind at ease from getting the flu. But then you get the flu and you're like, what was that shot for? To help your body fight it off. But your body is not supposed to get sick in the first place. Especially if you're eating the right shit. Not that I'm gonna be an expert on your diet because I'm eating chips right now, you feel me? But if you're really, really that worried, maybe you should change your fucking diet. And stop hating on other people who choose not to get the vaccine. That shit always pissed me off. People who call anti-vaxxers stupid because they're like, shots create autism. Like, what proof do you have that disproves them? Because you're just going based off other people's research, but you ain't ever done research a day in your life. You're just fighting for something because you're like, this is right. And everybody be fighting for things that they see as right. Which I'm like, I don't give a fuck. Like, if there was a serial killer on trial, and I was in the jury, I'd be one of those people who's like, I don't care. Like, I really don't. And it's not because I don't want justice, because I do want justice. Like, if he hurt one of my family members, I'd be pissed. You feel me? But I wouldn't let that get in the way or make me biased. Like, for example, I've had a really, 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 really shitty time. Or, like, I've had a lot of shitty interactions with white people and black people. But does that make me hate every single black and white person I've ever met? No! Because I'm not fucking biased and I'm not going to sit here and argue with somebody who I've never fucking met. Oh, we're sure that doesn't matter. Like, that shot was there. It's gone. Did you take it? No. Did you take it? Yes. Okay. It's irrelevant. Anyways, I'm ending this here. I'll update you a good day, a good night, whenever you're listening. And I'll see you in the next one. Also, I know that this ended very suddenly. My apologies. <laughs>